We are Opium Moon. And you are listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones. Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. We're in the studio, in the studio, studio, attempting fate. Learning questions to the songs of which we'll randomly select here with the help of our friend Synchronicity. And now it's time for, and now it's time for, Radio Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, hanging out at an undisclosed location in Highland Park, California, with our musical guest, Zach Schaefer. Hey, Zach. Hi, Andras. Thanks for having me in your undisclosed location. It's nice to be in my undisclosed location. There will be, I may discuss some of the landmarks around it, but I will not tell people how to find us a month, two, a month and a half ago when we recorded this. No, let's keep it a secret. Yeah, it's okay. a pretty. Uh, there's there are several landmarks you could use to pretty quickly triangulate. Exactly. Yeah, know? and we may get into those just because of some interesting synchronicities. But uh, and speaking of interesting synchronicities, as long to, as it doesn't result in people showing up in my driveway no, singing my songs no, through my window, or something. we won't have that happen. Okay, good. We'll save that for Andy Partridge. Yeah. So that's uh, what today was supposed to be. And I don't want to say supposed to. We, to we, the intention for today's show was to do an XTC tribute show. Yep. But half of the folks that we wanted to do it with all just blew up because of the Echoes in the Canyon film. Yes. And I'm super happy for them. Damn I, you, Andy no, Slater. <laughs> I think it's wonderful. It's great. <laughs> Especially because we're still going to get to do the XTC tribute, but it gives me a chance to get to hang out with you and your music, which yeah. is really exciting for me because there's some really fun synchronicities around that. First of all, just being an XTC, a rabid XTC fan and also musician is sort of a unique fraternity, and you are, I guess you're sort of the head of that. You're the otter of the XTC fraternity in I, Los Angeles. I am, and I don't know how it happened. You know, it was it was me having this, I think I had the title of the thing before anything. I had the LA XTC Appreciation Society, which is just sort of Village, yeah. village Green-ish. Yeah. And it's one of those funny things where someone has an idea that no one else wants to do, but no one else wants to spearhead it, but they'll totally line up behind the person that wants to drive the bus. And yeah. I remember just throwing, we were getting, we were doing the, uh, one of those tribute nights for whatever it was. And I said, you know, we should do it. And, I, and Dan and Jordan were like, yeah, absolutely. So it's like, Oh, it was one of the wild honey things. Probably it, it, it wasn't wild honey. I don't quite make the cut for that, but, oh. uh, it was something else. What the hell? It might've been the bad finger one. Got it. And that's uh, a nice, that's, I can see the leap. Yeah. From the Wild Honey thing, which is sort of Beach Boys and Buffalo Springfield, like the ones who had the hits. Yeah, we're like the Beach. To team. then the Bad Finger, <laughs> to then the XTC. Troubled band that never really arrived. Can we, do you want to do it? Do you want to organize that they might be giants? Oh my God, exactly. That would be. <laughs> 
Well, they had that TV theme song, so at least uh, at yeah. least they made some money. Oh, I just mean in terms of like no, of people, course. you don't people think people don't get or them. who else like the Smithereens? Oh yeah, they're another one of just like great let's, songs. Let's do, but let's do the Delfuegos. The Delfuegos, <laughs> since we're <laughs> from Boston. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, did you love the? Well, uh, okay, wait. I didn't. I, I did. Well, I got to get it. We got to get into. Well, I'm gonna. I got to set up the format. We're gonna have a lot of stuff. We're gonna discuss. There, I'm, I was so funny. I was so funny. I was wa- thinking, am I really interesting enough for four hours? Oh, you're. Well, you, I'm sure you are, but yeah. mostly, I mean, it's going to be your songs that are going to be the answers to the questions that are going to be asked by uh, a whole group of guests. Most, I don't think I know any of the folks that you've invited. They're all wonderful. So I'm looking forward to meeting them all. It's my my favorite guests are, well, my favorite guests are the super famous people who say that they'll do the show and yeah. then come in for a little bit and shine their shine and then leave as fast as possible. Yep. I have to say those are my second favorite guests. My favorite guests are the guests I don't know who come in and blow my mind and I become their fan forever afterwards. It's and, funny how yeah. similar they all are in terms of their sort of genius and quirkiness. In fact, you almost were like that. You showed up at the Kinks tribute we did and you hung out and saw what we did at Starburns for the Kinks tribute. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah of course. And, uh, but you didn't you didn't participate in that. No. And so, but even that, so anyway, so uh, I just want to line up the sinks. So yep. you organized the XTC Appreciation Society. Mm-hmm. You were helping me organize this XTC tribute. We will do one in the future. Yes. But then when that fell through, instead of, and this is a lesson for all of you, instead of fighting with your whole, all of your plans, crapping out because something good happened to your friends, I just got, you just get happy about the good thing happening for your friends and look at the other people who are standing next to you thinking, hey, well, I, I, I've cleared the time. Let's do something wonderful. And then I started talking with you and we had already talked about this wonderful synchronicity that we both knew and were friends as kids with my great friend, Josh Claytonfeld. Now, yes. you went to high school with him before he went to high school with me. I prom- uh, The last time we talked about him on the show, I cried. I don't, for some reason, when I'm around you, Zach, it makes me want to just appreciate him. That's Maybe good. That's, I like that. That's the way. And, and so... Josh, whenever I get together with people who knew Josh, I feel like his spirit's in the room. So that's that. That's a really great thing. But we're gonna, we're going to be exploring your music. And would you mind playing uh, a few chords while I yeah. read the songs that are going to be the oracle fodder hey, well, yeah, okay. for okay, our musical so divination? Chords. Oh, whatever. You could play whatever you want to play. Song number one: Something wrong with love. Song number two: When the shoe fits. Song number three. My gun let me down Song number four Be my better half Song number five Magpie I like that one Song number six Sorry that you fell Song number seven The funeral And song number eight Prove me wrong Which is in the key of E, ironically And those will be the oracle fodder for our musical divinations here on the show. And the first question is going to come from me. But first, we have to unveil or actually just uh, display Zach's question. He wrote down his question. It's going to be the uh, going to be answered by the last song on the board. He doesn't know. I don't know what his question is. He doesn't know what the answer is going to be. But you, paper fetishists that you are, I invite you to gather around the speakers. And listen to the sound, the tensile sound of his paper. Yeah, I didn't text it to you. Oh, that's fine. I don't want to know. No, I, I don't want to know. You don't. 
So that is your question. Good. We're going to get the rest of the questions from your friends. And now it's time for my question. And my question references something that happened in our Pete Molinari episode. At the beginning of that episode, I used a song of my own, a new song. Uh, I'm still. I called. I called the song "fucking hilarious" on that episode, but now I'm sort of leaning towards just calling it "clown." And I played it on that episode to set up my question, and it was really. It was the first time I'd played it for anyone, and it felt good playing it for Pete. And but I kind of just figured that was just going to be it. And I had this show at a. I'm playing live shows again, which is great. I played a show at this backyard party last night. And I was playing a lot of songs from my new record, All You Get, and all those songs are pretty quiet. I had initially thought I might play that song, Clown, but then I was like, I don't want to bum people out with this negative song. And then, and then, so I was playing all my really negative, quiet songs. <laughs> After about three songs, I was just like, I need to wake this shit up. So I was just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play the, play the clown <laughs> play song. The clown song, and it felt really good. And then afterwards, I had someone, like two people, come up and be like. That clown song is yeah, great. That's you always should, the way it is. You, you know, you should open your set with that. It really, yeah. you know, and so I'm, I'm like. Well, that song is almost. Are there are your other songs like as jokey as that? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I can't. I mean, all my songs are. Yeah, that's very true. A very like a true right. story. Well, it's like, kind of Ben Foldsy in a yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Ben Foldsy. I don't know if Ben Fold. I, I don't think of him. I think he has a sense of humor. I think it's like Pete Townsend or like this. There's oh, he art, has a there, yeah, totally. It's a sense of humor, but I don't think of it as funny. I think he writes really sad songs. With I a tremendous sense of humor about them, you know. Oh, absolutely. But I think sometimes he would just write silly songs too. Yeah. I, well, it's fun. It's yeah. Some, who, no, who needs to ruin your own? Why would you ruin your own day? Elliot <laughs> <laughs> Smith. Can't <laughs> see how that works. Proofs in the pudding. Yeah. There you go. So uh, yeah. So anyway. So now I'm here, okay. and the and I'm. Sorry, that's a Queen thing. Now I'm here. I know. Go, go, just so you know, there's music a bed under here. So anything oh, I didn't you play know will be. Uh, yeah, uh, messing it up. Yeah. Can we swear? You can swear as much as you want. Fuck yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to leave that in there anyway because this is musicians hanging out, getting yeah. to know each other. Exactly. And you get a little bit of inside baseball. For those of you who are listening, all this wonderful music that plays under is not playing actually in the room while we're doing this. No, it they come, add it in post is what it's <laughs> yeah, called. Yeah, groovy, double knot spy car. So that's, that's who plays our, our bed music. Double knot spy car or groovy double knot spy car? Double knot spy car. Double Knot Spy Car? Yeah. Am I supposed to know them? Oh, I figured, like, they did a record with Stu, and uh, Paul Lax is in the band. Oh, and you don't know those guys. Go check them out. They're the, uh, a lot of the folks from Icy Hawks in L.A. are okay. in this other one of side my things. One of my working titles of this new record that's coming out is called Not Funny, Ha Ha Funny, yeah. which kind of reminds me of... Exactly. Like, wait, what is it called? So... Uh, Anyway, so this is getting to my question. My question, so I'm, f all, of a, I'm all of a sudden I'm in LA, and yesterday, wonderfully, I, I wonderfully manipulated you into inviting me to participate in your XGC Appreciation Society Yes, gig. you did. And I, so I've just, for the last 24 hours, I've been feeling like a musician again, as opposed to just the host of a podcast. Right. And uh, an actor from horror films from the 80s. And, oh, I didn't know uh, that about you. You know, just all these... Yeah, I have all these weird sort of... I have a, a collection of losery sort of entertainment business things, but together they make, a, I think, a genius pastiche of a career. Uh, there's a girl from my high school who was in a horror movie from the 80s or 90s. I don't remember which one. Remember which horror film? I think it was Leprechaun 3. Well... 
I'm from the I'm from the franchise of all franchises. Which one? Halloween? Nightmare on Elm Street. Ooh, jeez. Yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street is like the the Beatles of the of the horror genre. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you know Scott Seaver, who was a potential guest, plays with John Carpenter, Who's doing all that stuff. The Halloween. So, yeah. He's there. The Stones, of the <laughs> of the. Okay. Uh, which unfortunately, I guess that would make Friday the Thirteenth the Who. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. Or or the Velvet Underground. Yeah. Uh, that's later. It's later. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna go. You, I'm. We're gonna get some major digressions here. I oh love yeah. It, but I'm trying to get to my question. But I guess this is. Is part this of bad? It. Am I doing bad? No. Okay. Good. No, you're doing Zach. Okay. Good. You're doing Zach. I do these shows all the time. So when people fuck with them, yeah. It just it's a new way to do it. Exactly. I, I can't, and especially for listeners, if you know what I've gone through the last couple of weeks, which I've tried to keep away from you as much as I can, but it filters into this. Uh, then you know that I have been tested by the universe and nothing <laughs> nothing is going to bum me out. I mean, really, there's some, like, right. I am ready to flow with it as long <laughs> as it doesn't involve getting right. accused of things that aren't true by people who are mean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that never happens in showbiz. Well, as long as it doesn't happen in this room, I'm fine. Okay. So anyway, so my question, but it kind of goes to this, is like this song that I wrote, sort of just for my own personal healing, imagining I'd play it in front of people, but really not thinking I ever would because I just felt like it would stir the pot too much. But then that pot exploded. Right. And then, and now I don't feel like I owe anyone, owe anyone anything on, in terms of keeping it a secret, keeping my story secret. Right. And then I, pl- and I'm playing this song, I've played it for you this morning and it felt really great to play it. I, it's always scary, I bet. This is the first time you've heard me play and I say, can I play a song for you? And you're always like, is this going to be shit? Oh, I know, I know. You're just like, oh, God, it's that's like, hey, terrible. It's like, hey, do you yeah. want to take a look at my diary? Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> so I was like, so, but I know, I also know that with this particular song that I, it was going to be over fast, it would be funny and whatever. But in all of this process, so now I'm feeling like I'm here for another week. I bet I could set up to like do a recording of the song and put together. Like, sure. I feel like the song is very alive and is actually is dragging me through nails and glass to be alive. Because I wrote this song before any of the controversy stuff. And actually, my question on that show was, oh, did, sort of did the song create the mess? Yes. Or did the song just, did I was I just having good intuition that something was coming? But now that the song is like a feed me plant, sort of like, ah, 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 I'm like, well, I want to go home, not with... <laughs> Back to Olympia with a with a song that sounds great that tells the story that right. is just like full where, on where rock are you and roll. Find a studio in L.A. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, uh, I have some ideas, but you know what? I kind of am going to let the song take me there. But that's my question. My question for the Pop Oracle, okay, is while I'm in L.A., should I? Is it should I? Yeah, I'll ask it like that. Uh, yeah, okay. While I'm in LA, should I record the song Clown? Okay, that's an easy question. That's simple. Okay, so. All right, let's see what happens. Now, to engage the pop oracle, yeah. I'm going to spin. Do you remember how to play it? I spin it, right? No, I'm going to spin it, okay. but you know how to play the little song? Oh, e yeah. Flat A, A, G. Yeah. And there's so, a melody, right? So yeah, when do I I'll do sing it? it. So, okay. And now to engage the pop oracle. I'm going to spin the wheel of eight. Na, 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 we love it. 
seven. Song number seven, which is I don't know <laughs> the funeral. Oh, awesome! There's oh, your answer. There's your answer. So funny because I was like, I like this song, and this is this is an end of the album song, and I and like, I really hope that one does not come up first because it's so not an opening song. <laughs> here it is. But here it is. So do I just go right into it? I want to hear the song. Oh, okay. It's uh. I'm so nervous I could pee my pants. Um. Cars on a hill and the red lights flashing Making me think that I shouldn't have come Cause I need a drink and a hasty escape And I'm starting to think I won't get either one Yeah, it's always so sad Everybody looks like a mirror Yeah, it's always so sad to come home Never one cried at the funeral So did I Never one cried at the funeral So did I Nobody sees the gears turning here And I'd be content Show them a thing Whoever said money can't buy happiness Was right Oh, it's always so sad to come home Everybody's covered in spite Yeah, it's always so sad to come home Everyone cried at the funeral So did I Everyone cried at the funeral, so did I. I've got 24 hours and 10 minutes left. I'll be holding my breath all the while till I get on a plane and get back. To the town where you can't walk a block without going a mile Yeah, it's always so sad to come home Where everybody greets you with a rumor Yeah, it's always so sad to come home Everyone cried at the funeral Everyone cried at the funeral Everyone cried at the funeral so did I So did I So did I And that was the funeral from Such a- <laughs> Zach Schaefer. No, no, no. Let, so let's let's do the format here. Okay. Now, I have a ton of ideas about how it answers my question, and I want to tell them to you. But first, I want you to tell me the background of that song. Oh, I think that song is. I don't. I don't know if I want to give it away. It's one of those. I'm, I'm not, gonna guess it's about a funeral. It is about a funeral. It's. Um, I will tell you that it's a lot of. T- I Paul. 
who's coming in later, mm-hmm. um, wrote a song. Paul who? Paul Edelstein. Yeah. Came, um, I don't know if he's not going to be in this episode. Yeah. I'm so nervous. Um, <laughs> Paul wrote a song called Mr. Baxter, which was about the movie The Apartment. And so I thought, oh, that's neat. Maybe I'll write a song about a movie. So I wrote a song about a movie that I'm not going to tell you what it was because it's not a great movie. It's not, it's not uh, The Apartment. It's not four weddings and a funeral. No, Thank it's goodness. not. And it's, know, it's, it's about, you know, it's about that thing about this movie was about, this wasn't a great movie. Um, I, come on, just tell us what it, it is. It was about the movie Garden State. You know what? That's way better than I thought you were going to say. Oh, yeah, I was going to be like, you know what? It's funny. Young guns the, or something. Well, I'll tell you. Also, you should, I'm glad you told me because the, the woman who uh, is basically my record label who right. makes all this happen, that's one of her favorite, favorite oh, films. So this right, is going so to be heartbreaking it's, for her. No, no, no. <laughs> well, I, you know what? It's, it's, it's not okay. that it's a bad movie. It's that it's, it's a movie that I think is easy to poke fun of because it's very- It's so sincere. It's very sincere. Yeah. And that's why people pick on me. It is. It's a bit, it is sincere, but the, that idea of the coming home thing, I used to go back to Brookline and just have panic attacks, Yeah, you know, and I totally like just that, that was a neat thing to write a movie about, like just the, ner- yeah. the neurosis and the changes people go through. And it's just, it was just about that feeling, you know? Yeah. And so I don't know. There was a funeral in that movie, right? I just remember crying the whole time. <laughs> well, good. So then it's a good movie. So yeah, it's just, it's a, everyone, it's the, I like the idea that everyone's crying about the funeral and this guy is just crying because he's back in his right. hometown and fucking hates yeah. it. So yeah. that's, and I don't. I love that. It's odd also because most of my tunes are just these sort of romantic little love songs and I, I don't. I don't feel like I self-express that great when I get outside of love songs, but I thought that one was actually pretty okay. So that was my first song. Got it. And I'm sorry about the chord screw. It's one of those three chord songs. Yeah, don't, I, well, let me know. I, I want to talk about the other thing about it. Harmonically, I'm always impressed by people that write, like, uh, what's his face? Um, who's the country guy that Keith Richards uh, killed? That uh, Keith Richards? Oh, Graham, Graham Parsons. Graham Parsons, well, he got him hooked on heroin. Okay. He died. Sorry, Keith, but you did. Um, so he has all these songs, like, you know, Hickory Wind? It's just, yeah. it's one of these three chord songs that you don't know when's the one, when is the four, and when is yeah. the five. And it just has that sort of tricky yeah. triangulation. And so I wanted to write a song that has... So it's like, that's one, and then it climbs up the second time, you know? Yeah. And it's just like... Really, I've just been trying to get simpler and simpler with songwriting, and you'll know that I failed miserably because every song has about seventeen chords. That's great. No, I leave the leave the simple stuff to dummies like me. <laughs> it's not though. It's, it's it's one of these like ah, it's, it's A, not B. So anyway, uh, okay. Now I have. I'm so give me a second here because I'm going to go. I this is a very serious question for me, and the answer is so potent. In like, oh yeah, let's get it back in to my the initial question. reaction. Right. right. So, first of all, when you said the funeral, yeah, uh, the first thing I thought. So the the guy who I wrote the song, the, the the clown song about, he's real. Yeah. And he's a he's a big like he's bigger than you, me, and whoever the next is next guest is put together. He's okay. a big guy. So he has an extra chromosome. X uh, X con. Okay. Has guns. Well, you really choose. Has like, like these like machine guns on his arms. <laughs> uh, 
I don't I don't actually think that he's genuinely a a, a, a danger a dangerous person. No, I it think doesn't he's sound a, like it. I think he's a. I actually think he's if he. I don't know why he's fixated on me in the way he is, but uh, but he's. I think he's actually a good person in a, in a lot of ways. So I don't. I don't actually think he's going to kill me, but there's a part of me in engaging all this that feels like I might. Like he might kill me. So the first thing when you said the funeral, I was like. <laughs> I asked, should the answer uh, okay. is no. I think that's the your answer. answer. Is no, 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 no. Okay, but then there's all these other things, and I also in the in in any kind of divination, when you get the death card, the death card doesn't usually mean only once in your <laughs> life does it actually mean you're dying. Yeah, it's hard usually to, it it's means hard to that, that something one. has to go, something has to end. So, and then also our shared connection with Josh and the funeral theme oh, yeah. that really came that really hit home to me that was sort of present in the room yeah and i don't know i mean i don't know how well you knew josh but i didn't know him at all josh was i mean he was he was an older class he was an upper you sort of knew him because he was an older in a a higher grade than you he was older than me he was in a different crowd than me and uh but i've uh, you remember him as a break dancer i remember him as a break dancer and and a very like annoyingly cute. Like, I remember just being like, fuck that guy. Like, <laughs> he was like, really like, he looked like just the most beautiful Jewish kid you've ever seen. And he, I was just yeah. like, he was the, he was the most fuck beautiful. that yeah. guy. No, is come good. On. no, I'm kidding. That was me at 16 yeah. or 15. So anyway, so I hope that's okay to say, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I'm can, totally taking the piss out of myself. Say whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. No, this is pre- just be, be yourself. So, uh, so there's, so there's this, Funeral factor, first of all, the fear of my own death, the sort of awareness of that, uh, the pre- being present to the fact that, I mean, it's sort of the opposite. Like, one is the one reaction is saying, I shouldn't do it because it's going to get me killed. Right. The other reaction is saying, do it because I could die tomorrow anyway. Or this like, might be the death card that doesn't really mean the death card. <laughs> or, yeah, or just like, hey, you know, I'm not going to, like, if there's any songs that Josh left on the table, that's what I'm pissed off at. You know, I hope, and that was one of the th- criticisms that I, I had of Josh as a friend, not as a friend, but as artists, he was always, he always wanted to please people. Mm. And I always wanted to, to like challenge people. Yeah. And as a songwriting duo, that made us a really, you know, it had a real Lennon and McCartney kind yeah. of quality, but that can, that's as its own, that's, a, that has its own fraught with peril thing. But that was our, that was the nature of our conflict. Like if it was Josh was here, we'd be like, just don't, why, why would you? Yeah, why would you do that? It'd be just like it'd be just like it's just like that time in high school where you played that song and you had three minutes to play at the band at the group concert and you played it for five, man. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, but I had to finish it. He's like, but you didn't. I love you, Josh. Yes. So, uh, so that was there, and then also this is written about Olympia, where I live and right. where my life is very miserable. And so when this is when it's saying, well, it's, it's Olympia. A- it's a it's Olympia. I mean, it's a beautiful place, but and I but I just I just find myself caught up in so many different controversies and rumors. Where, where you come home, where you're always met with a rumor. Everybody is a line you in with the rumor. song, and it's always sad to come home. And uh, and I, I really I've so that song spoke to you. What man. I do now, like when I leave my place, I get it set up so so nice. Like it's like it's like an Airbnb ah. because when I come home from my trips in L.A., where I get to be creative and hanging out with people who are who 
you just are more interested in doing stuff than in shitting and to keep in fighting with people and creating dramas yeah. that are nonsense. Although there's still some here, sure. but there's a lot more room. Like if a if there's a drama, you can just go to another place and no one knows it. Whereas in Olympia, everyone knows everyone's this shit is, and it's this is, on. This is, I like this. And so when I come home, so I when I used to just leave in a dash and my place would be a mess. I would come home and I would be so furious and miserable by the time I got in. Like I couldn't go to sleep till like four or five in the morning without drinking a couple of bottles of wine. Like right. that kind of, it's hard to re-enter Olympia knowing that I'm going to have to deal with that. So I, my point is I do everything I can. I have built my life in a certain way so that my re-entry into Olympia doesn't have to be exactly what's re- represented here, that I have a really welcoming place that I can come home to. Right. That's like, ah, oh, whoever well, set this up really cares about like me. That. Oh, that's me. I like <laughs> right. So... I don't know if I got a clear answer to my question. I think that I will probably keep exploring it throughout. Um, but I do think I do think that my initial reaction that I'm going to get killed is probably not the whole... That's an over. That's not the whole... That's not a reason to stop me from continuing to explore. Like, I could choose that, and then I would just be sort of a cowering little small-town guy. Yeah. Or I could choose this, which is the magic of it. And I'm, I'm going to just... my The reason at the beginning I stumbled a little bit, I said, should I? My yeah. real... The other question I was thinking was, will this song continue to pull me towards whatever the next thing is? Right. And I feel like I got an answer to both questions. So, and I'll continue. This is the way this format works as the show plays out. Like just, you have your question in the, in the, I bet you're happy you didn't get this as your answer. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I think like whatever that, like, I don't know. I think, um, you know, that, that could have. I think the nature of this format is that you can you get to yeah you can mush things around. But so you're it's funny because there's a like a there's a poll a polls a polarity to this in that you have a question that you that's in and every song that goes off the board sort of gets closer to the answer. Yeah, and I have a song that I have a question that's already been asked, and now every new song that could have been the answer sort of amplifies so and that's and i encourage you who are listening to think come to this with your own question like have have some question that's up for you and you might find that there are some ways that these answer your questions that we could never imagine and certainly we could never program and then you'll know that this synchronicity thing is real Hmm. so i hope you stick around with us for the rest of the week with zach schaefer at his undisclosed location in highland park california and uh, thanks for listening Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. We hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. For more info about our show, visit Radio8Ball.com, where you'll find the Radio 8 blog, our Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the pop oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you give us good reviews and ratings, that really helps get the word out. Until next time, I'm your your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Wave Ball.